This week we discuss a great use for virtual gaming and let's have a bit of happiness instead. So let's strap down, strap in and do this. This is just another trucking podcast. Hello and welcome to Just Another Trucking Podcast with me, Chris, and alongside me once again, as always, is my good friend, co-host, and a tea-drinking ogre. It's Tom. Wow! Ogre! You're welcome. I tell you what, this week I have had some... You you lot have been dicks to me. I have been called an orangutan, I've been uh, called lazy, I've been called um, an agency agency driver. driver. Sorry, I'm 20 agency drivers, by the way. <laughs> but but all of these uh, it are was, facts. It wasn't. It is. Right. I, firstly, it's Strawberry Bond. We, we've, I, I feel like we go over this every single episode, and you're still not yes. getting it into your head. And there's Neither not a lot of hair to dampen your head, let's be honest. Oh. <laughs> so I we're can... now going to insult in me, are we? Fucking right. After this week, you're damn right we are. Yeah. yeah Bring that's, it. That's, that's where we're going this week. I, I, okay. I feel right. like it's time for retribution. Uh... Okay, so, so the orangutan bit may be a bit of false pretenses, right? But the lazy... How many I... How many hours? No, what, what day did you finish this week, Tom? Thursday evening. Sorry, say that a little bit louder because the microphone didn't quite pick it up. I Th- thought you said Thursday. Thursday evening, but that was with me done. I've done all my hours. You can't you can't say how many hours have I done. I've done them all. That's no excuse. Cryo planning prevents piss it, poor performance. It, and there was proper planning, which is why I finished on Thursday. <laughs> no, no, because I started three and a half hours before you last week. On Sunday, oh, you did actually, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, right. Um, okay, my the, the vlog that will have come out this weekend, um, it's called uh, How to Be a Lazy Truck Driver, <laughs> starring <Tom. laughs> starring yours truly. Hello, yeah, um, yeah, so there we are. That's uh, yeah, that's the thing. Shall we, shall we, uh, shall we get into this? Yeah, we're going to do four trucking topics this week, or we're going to have four non-trucking topics. Depends on how loosely you would define trup- trucking, trupping, trupping topics. What's a trupping well, topic? If it's, if it's anything like my bowels last night, quite loose. Let's go. <laughs> right. So, seagulls, a dickhead. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't know if you know this, but I was. I was in a. I was in a truck shop, and um, I was obviously eating a Greg's. Yep. And there was a seagull, and he was looking at me, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, mate." Did he have tattoos on his arms? He and may, his honestly, he up. may as well have done because he he was looking at me like, "Yeah, I'm going to stab you, and I'm going to take you, Greg's." And I was a bit intimidated by the seagull, uh, to be quite frank with you, because I I have had many incidents with seagulls they are horrible animals and um so when i used to work at travis perkins uh, and as with many stories that i tell for some reason the worst ones are always at travis perkins was i a bad employee is it i don't know do we have to contact your boss former boss and then ask him maybe i don't know um yeah maybe that's what we need to look into (laughs) 
See so, if they want to come on the podcast. Oh God, could you imagine? <laughs> uh, my boss after when, when I when I went in, I told this story when I when I um, I put my hand through a window. Yeah, uh, you were trying to make out it was really bad, but it was quite feeble. I've, I've got scars on my wrist still. Good for you. Yeah, should say. Um, right, so seagulls. seagulls when they have babies become mm-hmm. horrors. Um, just horrible, horrible animals. And we used to have these, the seagulls used to kind of live on the roofs. Uh, that's if they didn't die of like heat, the heat up there. For some reason, they came back every single year and only half the time they'd survive like the, the nesting phase. So why okay. they kept putting them up there, I don't know. And they used to have guards, like outposts around. And I'm not joking, Right, yes, I see you kind of smiling, thinking, no, 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 I swear to God, they had guard posts at certain points around where they would look and they would be on lookout. And what they would it's do... It's official, ladies and gentlemen. Right, no, 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 no. lost the plot. I, I absolutely, I can get other people to confirm what I'm saying. They had guards, right? And um, we'd... This was a couple of years after, on the year after, like the whole of Travis Perkins had been flooded, right. and like one of like the head CEOs had come out, I like one of one of say head seagulls and but yeah. go on, well the what, but yeah, and we had to escort her to a car because the seagulls were dive bombing, and they'd okay. come in and they would that you could feel them kind of go over the top of your head. They were coming in that close. They used to scare people out of the out of like like general kind of not not tradies or anything like that, but like the general public yeah, yeah. who came in. They used to kind of like run into the cars and they'd just drive off. And they obviously got to be in queue or something like that because were they dropping chance. missiles like Lancaster bombers? Right. So this leads me on to the the story of. Um, this this little like one of these little fluffy seagulls decided let's just fling ourselves off the building um, because obviously why the fuck wouldn't you do that? And I found it around the back in the timber yard, and obviously this thing is gonna like die. And yeah. this is before, so I didn't know this. You know, you, you know, you're told if you ever find like a baby bird, bird don't touch it. Because if you touch it, you can't put it back in the nest. Yeah, because it doesn't smell like them anymore. Yeah, yeah. So the That's bollocks. That's an urban legend. No, it's not. It is. I swear to God. I swear down. It's an urban legend. Why? Did you touch this seagull and it was fine? Oh. So, yeah. I touched the seagull. Obviously, I touched the seagull. And I didn't really know what to do because it had like a broken leg, I think it was, or maybe a broken wing off, off the, from the fall. I can't remember. It had been hurt anyways. Okay. So we put it in a box, and I brought it back home, and we called the RSPCA. RSPCA guy says, right, okay, best bet is just we'll take it back. We drove around with us. We dropped it off outside. Mm-hmm. And then it started making its noise. And... All hell broke loose, and the seagull started dive bombing. That we were used to, but next thing there was this splat, and I looked around and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And there was another one, a little bit further away, 
and the RSPCA, the RSPCA guy goes, oh, yeah, they're just vomiting on us. What? I was unaware that this was a thing, but apparently seagulls, as part of their attacks, can vomit on you. That's a good skill, that is. That is fucking hideous. So, um, yeah, basically, uh, seagulls, absolute dickheads. And I'm sure you've had occasions where like seagulls have like attacked you and shit. Yeah, yeah. Not so much a seagull. We've got a peacock in our yard. Right? And oh, I'm they're, adamant, they're I'm, I'm adamant that thing is out to get me. Every time I come back in the yard, whether it be the start of the week, obviously in my car, or the end of the week in the wagon, I like to keep an eye out in the yard because like, our yard is a farmyard. So there's, you know, there's chickens, there's cats, there's all sorts running around. And the last thing I want to do is run anything over. So I always pay a bit of attention. Can't see the peacock anywhere. I think brilliant. Must be in the shed, you know, <laughs> all is safe. But where in actual fact, because we, we do have to remember that, that birds come from dinosaurs. Uh-huh. So, so essentially what we're talking about is a very brightly coloured version of the scene from Jurassic Park where the velociraptors are hunting the person down. Yeah, pretty much. Right, okay. Yeah, I am yeah. adamant it is a velociraptor. Because <laughs> like, I can't see it, so I think, brilliant, you know, so I back the unit into where I'm parking up, I open the door, I get out, I turn around, and there it is. It's just staring at me. And I'm thinking, it's it's going to have us. So, you know, I walk a little bit quickly you, to the car. Have you thought, going on back to that Jurassic Park thing, maybe its sight is based on movement. And if you freeze, it can't see you. Well, I think that might be correct. Because every time I try and run to my car, <laughs> it chases us. But it doesn't just chase you with all its feathers put away. No, it has to make itself as big and as colourful and as scary as it bloody well can. It's going to eat me. I'm telling you, you are going to have to get a new host because it's going to eat me one of these weeks. Can you you imagine in that in your obituary? (laughs) Yeah. You'd have to put it in at the beginning of an episode as well, wouldn't you? Unfortunately, Chris is no longer with us. He was eaten alive by a peacock. (laughs) Well... So, this is going back to a topic that we spoke last week about, fuel. Yes. Um, And just to go past, right, so there's two parts of this. To go (laughs) back to last week's topics on fuel, there's a story, and I don't know, have you heard about this? The guy who's got out of his cab, and I think this is in the UK, Mm -hmm. and whoever was nicking the fuel... Had a, has attacked him with a fucking hatchet. Yeah, there there was some pretty gruesome pictures I've seen of it. It it's that it it seems to be getting worse. Ashley Ashley Hale Ashley Hale yeah. had his fuel nicked. But speaking of Ashley Hale and spring this round to the actual topic at hand, <laughs> he had a very clever solution to this. Hang on, no, we can't skip over the beginning part to the solution. It was because, obviously, I was trying to... Well, you see, I had an attempted fuel theft as well, though, didn't I, this week? Oh, yeah, this is... Can I just point out, I was the only person who brought anything. So, 
Again, uh, just to kind of explain, we have a chat where a lot of uh, the the other truck vloggers, we all kind of chat and we, we, have, we talk about a variety of things. And obviously, we got onto the fuel theft thing. Yeah. And because then we started, I had the attempted one. Yes. And so we started talking about potential solutions. Mm-hmm. So, which um, I suggested one of them Nest cameras. Uh, which detects yeah, movement and stuff like that. And, not as effective. Right. And then suddenly the conversation deteriorated, much like it does on the podcast. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Deteriorated is a bit of a strong word. I would say the conversation what was your first, enhanced. What was your first solution to this? Well, originally connecting the fuel tank to the battery, but then I thought that <laughs> wasn't the brightest of ideas. So I changed it and suggested putting... A German Shepherd by the fuel tank, one on Somehow, either side. I actually think connecting up the battery was the more sensible out of the two options. But go on, no, please, no, no, no. please. So I've got I've got two fuel tanks, so I've got to invest in two German Shepherds. They're going to be called Tank <laughs> One and Tank Two. So you're saying that these these German Shepherds will be so lazy that they can't even be asked to just kind of go across the the truck. No, no. You see, it's in case I get two fuel thefts at the same time. Trying to do well, one by independent time. people, yeah. Two independent fuel thefts mm-hmm. come along. Imagine that. Oh, you're here to dig his fuel as well. <laughs> we'll have this tanker. Hey, uh, I recognise you. You're you're old Bill, aren't you? Hey. Yeah. Oh well, hang on. Your tank's bigger. I want half of the fuel <laughs> out of that one. But no, right. So obviously, I suggested getting some German shepherds and tying them to your fuel tanks at night. That would put off any would-be fuel theft. Then. Who was it who suggested the... Oh, that was it. Right. Now, because obviously I said about German shepherds, I said, well, I need to train them in the art of eating humans so that obviously they they like the taste of humans. Then (laughs) Chloe pointed out that I would be better off with pigs because they actually eat anything. So, Which... He's quite. This is Skip Chick SW, by the way, which yes. is quite a scary thought. She 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 was just quite listening in this conversation. She had no mm-hmm. part up until this point, and then just suddenly came in with the pigs. Um, yeah. So now I've got two German shepherds and two pigs, right? Because obviously you've got to have one for each tank. And this is where Ashley Hale turned but around. But how and are the suggested... German shepherds and the pigs going to get along? Oh, they'll be fine. They don't eat each other. You sure about that? Positive. Right, okay. I'm training these shepherds to not like bacon. Oh, okay. That's a that's a hard task because I love bacon. But go yeah, on. But you're not a shepherd. Mm, I've got a bottle. Or collie. German. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> so then Ashley Hale said I needed to get a goose. Yeah, th- because- this this just came out that I mean. We we were still reeling from the pig thing at this point, yep. and then out of left field, Ashley comes in and said about geese. Now, in fairness, some of these birds, as we have just discussed, like the peacocks, they yep. are vicious. dinosaurs. Well, yeah, and I, I will say, have you ever have you ever got close to a swan before? They're nasty. They are. Yeah. But the thing are. is, I can't have a swan. They're queen property. I might get yeah. in trouble for carrying one of them around. So if you see me next week on the motorway, don't be surprised if there's a a farmyard strapped to the back of me cab. <laughs> well, speaking of swans, so I was on the M6, mm-hmm. and this is... I don't know how they'd got there, but this is... 
Float. near Warrington is the big bridge where it kind of splits into two separate bridges. One's higher than the other, and I can't think where. Yeah, yeah, I know where you mean. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't think how to kind of locate it better than that. But by Lynn was, truck stop, just yeah, south that, of it. that, yeah, just before that, yeah, as you're heading southbound. And no, it's north. Oh, northbound. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's Sorry. just north of Lim. Sorry. The bridge is just north of Lim. Yes. Stop. It's between Warrington and Lim. Yeah, it's all yeah. right. Don't worry. Basically, I'm just, we, I'm the, just being an asshole. Yeah, we have the right vicinity, right. So anyways, northbound carriageway, completely shut off. You've got highways. You have police. There's multiple police cars on, on scene. Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't wrong. I'm not one of these people who slow down to rubber neck, but obviously I'm going to have a glance over as I'm driving stuff like that, and I see, and there must have been so there must have been two highways England cars there with yep. four traffic officers. There must have been maybe two, three police cars. Okay, and there was a swan, one swan, one swan, and the whole motorway had been shut down on one side for. The- do you and they, they just, tasered it. I don't know, but they were just kind of just like gently because t- obviously, like it's it's treason to kill one. Yeah, yeah, it's the Queen's animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that bloke got done in London, didn't he? Homeless person for killing one and eating it. Did you really? Mm. I wonder what it tasted. Yeah. Probably Swanish <laughs> or like chicken. Everything else tastes like chicken. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. Mm. I still want to know if they tasered it. I I will have to I will have to look into that. Um, okay. I'm I am curious as to how they taste. Uh, but you find I, that I, out, and I'll look for a new co-host because you'll be in prison. <laughs> so basically, by next week, potentially we might need two new hosts. One yeah, because one's won't... being taken to uh, London Tower to be executed for treason, and mm-hmm. the other one has been killed by a peacock. Both bird That's related, right? Okay. Yeah. I think I think on that uh, on that note, let's very swiftly move on to your topic. Okay. <laughs> what have you brought? In fact, I'm interested to know what both of your topics are this week. Well, you'll find out, won't you? Yeah. So, I, 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 is that about the same sort of time that you find out what your second topic is again? No. What, no you actually have a second topic. I'm, I'm forward planned. Yeah, yeah. I prepared everything this week. I've been ready to go since last Sunday. Have you bollocks? You said to I me, have. you said nope. to me that you needed fifteen minutes to work out what your second topic was because is... I like to lull you into a false sense of security. What a load of bollocks! What a load of bollocks! Come on, let's have your first topic. Driver hours. Obviously, as we are oh, currently shit. aware, it's about yes. to get very heated. Mm-hmm. As we are currently aware, there is a driver shortage in quotation and marks. How best? to help out the drivers of this nation by making them work that bit more because why the fuck wouldn't we? There was multiple things the government could have done to resolve this issue or to help resolve this issue. So they've gone for, they're putting on more drive-in tests. Fine, yeah, I I can work with that. And then their second option was we're going to take a plaster and we're just going to stick it over that wound instead of actually trying to see what's wrong. So they want to extend drive... Not they want to. They are, as of Monday the uh, 12th, which is tomorrow as we're recording this, they are extending driver's hours 
Are you ready for this? So currently we can only drive two 10 hour shifts a week. Yes. They want to They're extend- extending the driving times. Uh-huh. Okay. Drive so now so just, just to make you aware, I've not researched this topic. Chris has, because we, normally, normally we, we don't kind of know what each other's topics are, but this is one that we, we both knew that Chris is going to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. I've intentionally not searched. I've not, not checked up on it just so we can have a better conversation as such. They're extending the fucking driving hours. Yep. That is wild. Uh huh. It's not the working time they're touching. It's the drive time. So I've looked, and this is on the Gov website. So this is from the government itself. They are now extending it so that you can drive two shifts of 11 hours in a week. Solid. Fucking 11 no, hours? You've got to have a break, well, yeah, 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 obviously. But, like, but yeah. yeah. What? So, so you could do two 11-hour drives and three 10-hour drives in a week. That is fucking wild. Mm-hmm. And these laws originally are in place for driver safety and public safety to stop us getting tired. 11 hours window. of driving? Mm-hmm. That is... Just shy of half a day of driving. Mm-hmm. That is madness. Just think how many deliveries you can do now. You won't be finished on Thursday this time, will you? Oh, I fucking will be. Jesus Christ, <laughs> we can do fucking 11 hours every day. Christ. Uh, not every day, only twice. Only yeah, twice. Still. You can do 10 for the rest. Well, so that, that's starting from um, tomorrow. Well, from tomorrow, but they, this will have already started yeah, last yeah. week. So m- Monday the 12th of June, July. There we go. Yeah, July. Monday the 12th of July, and it's going to run until the 8th of August. What, why? What's happening in August? That's going to... That's going well, to... They're hoping, they're hoping by then that obviously the sticky plaster will have done its job and the wound will have healed this isn't up underneath. Right. You can't say sticky plaster. This is not a sticky plaster. This is like one of them films where... Someone's got an, an open, gaping wound, and then they pour gunpowder into that wound and then set it alight to cauterize it. But mm-hmm. it's someone who doesn't know and has only ever seen a film with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it and has said, oh, this is a genius idea, and he's currently trying it with way too much gunpowder. And guess what's going to happen? Things are going to go horribly wrong. Yeah. When I seen this, my initial reaction was as if we aren't already pushed and tired enough. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. It is not mandatory. So I have seen a post. Yes, but this is bollocks. This is hang on. No, no, no. Hang on. Hang on. on. I seen a post from five big name companies this week stating that their drivers will not be participating in the extended hours from the government. Are you ready for the list of the companies? This will surprise you. Go on. XPO, mm, Wincantons, DHL, Tesco's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. The other some... ones. The other ones. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't expecting Tesco's. Uh, or t- yeah. They're... That's uh... they're not participating in it. They will not let their drivers extend. That's okay. Fair enough to Tesco's. 
because this is the second time we've talked about them and they have mm-hmm. been acknowledging it. And yep. if they've if they're basically saying no, this is not the solution, then yep. good on them. Yeah. In and which case, yeah, credit where it's due, good on them. They have all stated it's because of drivers' laws are in place for drivers' safety yep. and public safety. They can't just change it to try and resolve a problem of there not being enough toothbrushes in a supermarket. Yeah. Like I, I understand that there is an issue. There was there was a thing on the news about it last night. I understand there's an issue, and the problem predominantly is with we shall call them fresh products. So where it's got to go from the farm to the shelf pretty quickly because its shelf life is short. I I understand that's an issue. You know, so if you haven't got enough drivers to move that product, it's not going to get to a supermarket well, or a market. Was there not when? Because when COVID kicked in, mm-hmm. they, they did something similar, but it was for working yes. time, which is what I yes. I was unaware that this was to do with driving time. Mm-hmm. I thought this was like that, but I thought that it only it was only for certain categories. Nope. So th- this is just open to anyone. See, open the, the to problem, anyone. The problem is. The problem is, and this is the part that's bullshit, is the fact that they say that it's not mandatory. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Right. So obviously Tesco's if they've put a if if a they if, if they've if they've made it so that it, it's it's categorically not gonna happen. It's mm-hmm. the companies where the bosses say, um, you don't have to. If you don't if you if you if you don't want to, you don't yeah, have yeah. to. However, the problem is that they put pressure on their planners to get all this work done. Yeah, yeah. And then the planners have to put pressure on the drivers. So mm-hmm. the simple reality is, it. and I, I've had it before, and I've had it where I've not been asked to do yeah, yeah. X but they put me into a position where they're sending me to X place on the other side of the country at the end yeah, of yeah. the week where I have no choice but to put these hours down. Otherwise, I'm running in on a Saturday or I'm getting in at like 9 o'clock at night yeah, on a yeah. Friday or something like that. I have no choice in but to do what what they've kind of set. And how you could technically point blank refuse if you worked it out yeah, prior to I've, leaving. If I'm, if I'm honest... I've done this before, and I'm not going to say what companies, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I have done this before, and the planners, in my experience, yeah, have yeah. made my life harder because I've said something. Yeah. And I, I, I other drivers that. that haven't said stuff have had the mm-hmm. easier jobs, and I've noticed for a few weeks afterwards that I've had the shit runs, the dog shit runs, the yeah, ones yeah. that no one else wants to do, and that's because I've said something. So, and it it, it it's incentive, and I, I'm I'm not saying it's it's particularly the planner's fault. I'm I'm saying it's just the system's fault of they're under as much pressure as we are. Yeah. So. How- there was a thing, though, on the Gov's website that states for a company to use these extended hours, they 
do need to contact DVSA and the Traffic Commissioner and inform them that these extended hours are going to be used. Not are, have been used, are going to be used. So they must acknowledge it prior to doing it. Okay. So it's not like you can turn around on a Wednesday and go, ooh, you know, I'm X amount of hours away from this delivery. I can get it off today, but that will mean doing 11 hours drive and then just do it. It needs to be prior sent to the traffic commissioner that you will be and doing. Can, and can the traffic commissioner reject it? No. Oh, so it's just you've informed them and that's that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All you've got to do is inform them and let them know that is what the company is planning on doing. But it's the company that has to do it, not the driver. So you can't contact the traffic commissioner and say, by the way, Mr. Traffic Commissioner, <laughs> I'm planning on doing 11 hours this week because he'll just turn around and go, no, nah, until it comes from your employer, it doesn't happen. Because obviously you are going to encounter the issue of your taco will say you're over, you know, you've got an infringement. It, there's no way about it because with the last time when it came in for Brexit and it was the working hours, they said that you could extend to do six hour, six days a week work consecutively. So you know how you can do it at the moment, but you have to compensate and repay it back. Yeah. The, the one before was you could do six, have 24 hours off, do six, have 24 hours off, do six, have 24 hours off. And that was the way it worked. I did do two weeks of six day shifts back to back and like i turned around at the end of that and says no that's it you know i'm, I'm knackered i'm having more time yeah, off now yeah. but that did throw my taco completely out of sync so it was constantly saying i had an infringement because i hadn't repaid it back right See, I yeah, that that's one thing. I whenever I, I I'm sure you've had this where you've left your card in over the weekend, and I'm so used to using the taco and actually mm -hmm. reading it up there and kind of going off what it says. And yeah, if, it doesn't if, like it, does it? No, it doesn't. And that and then I, I'm kind of forced to have to try and work out all of this stuff to my for myself. And I'm dyslexic. There's no way I'm working this. Yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason why we didn't become rocket scientists. <laughs> and that's because quick maths is not a strong point. Oh God, no, 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 no. Oh dear. If it, if it was, yeah, if, if we were running SpaceX, we'd have well not even made it twenty foot off the ground yet. I don't think. Well, you would have. You just have to stand up. Ooh, dickhead. <sighs> you're bored. <laughs> yeah. And your point <laughs> is... I don't know. I'm still good looking. Yeah, you are. Um, right, okay. Let's move on quickly. And yep. um, let's talk about my topic. Okay. The solution. Solution to what? To all of the trucking issues. Go on then. Check I'm getting it. comfy. Uh, yeah, mate, mate, you better had to because I'm about to fucking rock everyone's world. Tom's running for prime minister next. <laughs> God, everything will be on fire. Twenty minutes max. Um, so there is they did this test. Uh, I can't remember where it was where they took a racing sim driver like a proper racing sim driver, mm -hmm. and they put him on a racetrack. 
I know exactly a, which I know exactly which test you're on about. Yeah. Yeah, and so you've heard of this, and he he did. The world's fastest gamer. They ran a competition to find out who was the fastest yeah. sim racing gamer, and he now races for Jensen Buttons Racing Team, doing GT3 racing in a McLaren race car. All right. She, so this is a story that you know. So mm-hmm. essentially, you're you know, aware you now what his name yeah, is. Yeah, I, I can't think what his name Keep is. Keep going. I'll find um, out. But basically, there is uh, the. There is a thing where people can learn this stuff on a simulator, like racing games, stuff like that, and apply it to real worlds. Now, currently, now again, I, I, I should have I should have looked this up. In fairness, the amount of people playing Euro Truck Simulator, James Baldwin, that's the one. That's the badger, right? So, the amount of people who are playing Euro Truck Simulator, and yes, I know yep. it's a game, but. Mm-hmm. You look at it, they've, they've got something called a, a VTC, a virtual trucking company. And the idea okay. is that they need to put as many Ks down as they can throughout the week. Yeah. And there's like competitions between all of these, these different VTCs. But some of these people are driving for like 40 hours a week in a game. Sounds like a tipper driver. I know that does. <laughs> Forty-five hundred but <laughs> but the point being, these people are—they uh, they are currently playing a game, and they're coming home from mm-hmm. their from their jobs, and they're coming on to play a game because they find it relaxing. They find it like slightly kind of it helps them unwind from the day, stuff like that. Clearly, not done it for real, then. Yes, but the point being. They could be doing it for real. Why aren't companies actually looking at these these people who are playing these games, these simulators, mm-hmm. and actually trying to say to them, listen, we will pay for you to come work for us. And actually have something within Euro Truck Simulator where they're actually going to people and actually saying, Listen, do you wanna do you actually want the opportunity to or have like have have something on there because in a day, I, I, I Euro Truck Simulator is I I'm, honestly I I enjoy occasionally playing it. Obviously, yeah, yeah. With the amount of hours that we do, it is it can it can very quickly feel like work. <laughs> yes. So yeah, you you've, yeah I I just can't drive as much as these other guys can. But I actually think it is quite realistic. In, in what it is. I mean, me and you last, yeah, yeah. was it two weeks ago? We went to go Something and like that. Yeah, we went to go and have a play around with the new, new DAF. The XG, yes. is it? G- the XG and XG Plus? Yeah. And again, it, it's very realistic. You've got all the stuff in there. You can actually have a look around it. You can kind of get the full experience using your mirrors, all that sort of stuff. I, I just don't understand why we're not not trying to go to these people and saying let's pay to get you on because i think there's a lot of people out there who would enjoy truck driving i i i enjoy i love it yeah yeah and i think think the problem is though that these people don't want to actually do it for a job i no no no. i don't i don't think that's true i don't think that's true i think and this is the same thing that i had when i first when I when I 
my, my first kind of experiences of trucking was mm-hmm. ISO truckers. That, yeah. That's what I, that's, that's how I kind of got into trucking. And you obviously, thought all female truck drivers were going to look like Lisa, didn't you? <laughs> no, but I, I thought it was a very kind of man's man sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, obviously you've got the polar bear, you've got all these people, Alex, Delabogorski, people, you know, are kind of like proper. If any of you are listening and would like to come on the podcast, please do. Oh my word. I would love to have Alex Levagorski on here. That'd be amazing. Um, We have actually tried contacting him by the way. (laughs) Oh, have we? Okay. (laughs) To no success, obviously. Um, It's because I didn't contact him. Oh, right. Yeah. That that, that checks out. But I, I didn't think that I could get into trucking because I didn't know people. I didn't know how I would kind of even begin starting to get into it. Um, And it was just something I kind of just passed off. It was only because my house flooded that a series of events led up to the fact that I... Why did it freeze over and then you thought, whoa, I could go ice road trucking now? (laughs) Well, no, it's basically, uh, again, it's another Travis Perkins story. I uh, <laughs> I know we've already had, already had two of them this week. Uh, I used to work in IT, and just one day I was sat at my desk and I just snapped. I just had to do. I couldn't sit at my desk anymore. I had to do something else. I had to get out of there, and so I. I started having a look around, and there was a job yeah. in the office at Travis Perkins. Okay, and I was like, "Okay, this this looks, you know, this looks different. It looks good." So I tried it out, and it was all right working in the office. It, it wasn't wasn't great. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. It was definitely a step up. Um, it was different. And then in 2015, Storm Desmond hit, and it destroyed most of Kendall, including yep. Travis Perkins, where we had like between six to eight feet of water in places. I mean yeah yeah. Properly demolished it. We had these little porter cabins and that was going to be the office. And I was just like, I can't sit that close to people. Uh, it's going to be a nightmare. And so boss said, do you want to go and work out in the yard? Mm-hmm. And I'd never done any kind of anything like that kind of physical doing was that stuff because and... of how tall you were you'd still be able to have your head above water possibly yeah yeah possibly you know the yeah. water had gone by this point you bell end all oh, right yeah yeah you didn't say that it, it, it was implied we found a fish by the way a goldfish in the yard it was still alive okay that, that's a whole different story and it's still alive today yeah <laughs> one of uh what? in the yard just no, sat no, there no. Going, no whether the uh someone took it home and it's still apparently it's huge now <laughs> right but basically, I, I, I got the opportunity to... Statman. <laughs> and soon it shall be used. Uh, I don't know why I said that was. <laughs> right. So basically, I, I got the opportunity to go on forklifts, stuff like that, and I worked my way up to the trucks. And yep. it, it, just, it was just pure chance that uh-huh. I got handed this opportunity. Yeah, I, yeah. If, if that hadn't have happened... I'm telling you right now, I absolutely would not be in trucking because right. okay, I still so. today would not think that I was able to get into it. So what you're saying is, 
I need to start up a VTC on Euro Truck Simulator, get people to work for me on this VTC, see who puts in the hours, then give them the opportunity, pay for the license, buy a load of trucks, and put them in them. I mean, I wasn't thinking that we could do that, but... Oh, I'm right, sure sorry, I thought, companies, I thought this was another one of Tom's crazy ideas that we were starting up. It does sound like something I would I would do, yeah, but no, I... I, I I don't know. I I just think that there is with with Euro Truck Simulator, there is a way to get people into trucking mm-hmm. and kind of convince them, even if it is just getting us to come out on for like an experience day to show them yeah, that yeah. they can do this. It is something that they're able to do. And actually kind of experience bring... if they stop at some of the service stations. <laughs> yeah, they're not like they are in ETS. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, yeah. See, I think that is actually the problem, though. It's not the fact that people like don't get the opportunity to do it. It's, you know, if somebody wants to do it, they will speak to someone who currently is or has been a truck driver. I think that is where the issue lies at the moment with current truck drivers. You know, if I asked you, what are the standard of most truck stops or service stations in the UK? Rate them out of one to 10. 10 being absolutely bloody amazing. You would take your family there and, you know, spend a week there. (laughs) One being absolutely diabolical and you would rather use some dirty back street in the middle of London where there's needles and stuff like that. Go on, rate most of them right now. Most of them, excluding T based services, where yep. I have actually taken my family. Yeah, they- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on, rate most of them. Oh, three, maybe a two. Yeah. There's my point. There is my point. That is the problem. Th- there was one that I would rate a one. And I did, I'll be honest with you, I, did, I can't think where it was, but I did feel like I was going to get stabbed in the, mm-hmm. in the truck park. Um, that That is the problem, I think. Like, don't get me wrong, there are ones, you know, where they're clean, the showers are nice, you know. You, you, all right, you probably wouldn't take your family there for a week's holiday, you know, but they're, they're above average. But like you say, most of them, you rate them, the three. Three is the highest score you're going to get. And if you're somebody who's looking at coming into the industry, you know it's going to cost you three grand to get into the industry. People say it's the cost of the license. That's by the by, because you can finance it. You can get companies that, you know, that will pay for it and you pay it back like £25 a month or what have you for three years. That's not the, the issue. The issue is, where are you going to take your breaks? Oh, in the services. Right, okay. So what if you need the toilet? Oh, you're probably going to catch chlamydia and something else while you're in there. Yeah. I think that's the issue. That is the one I, thing I hate about trucking. It's, well, it, it, so as far as, yeah, so I, I can kind of partly agree with you. I, I do, obviously, you you begin to know the, the services to, that you can yeah, go yeah. to, the ones that you can't, stuff like that. And the, I will say there are some good ones. Um, there there yeah. are some things. Yeah, yeah. However, the thing that I resent is how much they cost. It's yep. fucking ridiculous. I bought a sandwich the other day, and it cost me like £4 something. 
just mm-hmm. just for not not the like a, not or yeah, this is not a subway or something like that. This is not like yeah, a, yeah. it's just four slices of bread. Well, no, two slices of bread. Yeah, yeah, cut into triangles and yeah. put in that bloody cardboard packaging. Yeah, four yeah. pounds was it? Four pound nineteen, mm-hmm. which is targeted audience. They know you can't go anywhere else yeah. for it, and that is also the problem. Yeah, and then you kind of then you add a drink onto that. I mean, two pounds fifty for a bottle of something, and so oh, you get yeah. a bag of crisps. You're spending a fucking tenner. Yeah. Just on I was going to say, a, a tenner, I can go into, say I've got to stop for 45 minutes and I decide to pull into a motorway service station for it. And I decide, oh, while I'm here, you know, I'm going to go use the toilet. And then when I'm inside, oh, well, I'll, I'll get something to eat and drink as well. Like you say, it's a tenner, 12 quid, easily gone. Yeah, it's, it's like, a fucking disgrace, really, it is. Yeah. Uh, I think rather than the government doing what they've done and extend the driver's hours, this is the sort of thing they need, we to, need look to look at. We need to make in conditions for the drivers better. Yeah. That, that is it. There's a simple answer to this, and this is how the government could find out what is wrong with the industry. They have a list of every driver that holds a HGV driver's license, a CPC, and a digital tachograph. Yeah, So they've got that list. They've got your address. Send a survey with a free post-return envelope to everybody on that list. A, a well, actually, no, I, I I would disagree with that. I would say n- not people who've got CPC because there are drivers that have just because of the CPC, they've just yeah, not yeah. bothered. But that way, by doing those three, you're targeting people that are still in the industry yeah, now. That's true, yeah. Yeah. You find out what's wrong with the industry. You get it back and say 75% of those surveys say the conditions or we're tre- like third-class citizens. Tackle that problem. That's the issue. Yeah. But- yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it, it's maybe it's something that we need to do at some point. Maybe we should, we should do a survey and actually kind of get a... Uh, Whoa, 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 whoa. We haven't got enough time to do what we're trying to do as it is. Oh, well, okay. We can get someone else. We can fob it off on someone else to do it. And we I've got say just that we the man for the job, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, right. I've, I just realized that this, this, is about, uh, this is about Euro Truck Simulator. And uh, somehow we've gotten to the price of sandwiches. <laughs> Well, we're not known for sticking to our topics. That's very true. That's very true. Why would we do such a thing? Speaking of topics, how about we go through your last topic? Oh, oh, you want to go to my last topic, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be a slight issue because believe it or not, I had one, but it's vanished. It's gone. It's grown legs and walked off. That's that's funny because you said about 15 minutes ago, that mm-hmm. you definitely had a topic which you've been playing yeah. since last Sunday. I, I had one, and it's just just vanished. No, it's not on the paper anymore. It's just walked off. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So, what, what, so, so what do you want to bring then? I'm going to wing it. I'm oh, going to absolutely wing it. Oh, God. You're going to enjoy it. Right. It's going to be absolutely amazing. You're just going to have to give me 15 minutes to come up with it. Which will take us to the end of the podcast if we've done that. So, uh, should I say the end stuff? No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk about 
and it's going to touch on to what we've it's going to follow on from what we've just spoken about yeah and the fact is we're talking about the price of stuff yeah i understand this, this had better not be another 15 minute segment on the price of fucking salmon no we're all right this okay week. right it's trout jesus christ no the pr- the price so basically there's a lot of drivers at the moment saying the reason why the industry is struggling is because of drivers' wages. We've had this debate numerous times. It's been on numerous YouTubers' platforms. We've even had it on the podcast. I don't think it's got anything to do with drivers' wages. There'll be a little bit, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But See, if they want to increase drivers' wages, the problem is they up drivers' wages somebody that means the company that pays that driver's wages is having to pay more money so therefore they're going to have to charge the supplier more money to move their product which then means the supplier is going to have to pass it on to the end consumer which in a roundabout way is the driver that's getting paid more so his up in wages has just been absolutely pointless because his loaf of bread is now three pound fifty so it's costing him more in the long run. The problem comes, I feel, is when drivers... I'm trying to think of the best way to put it without offending people. Believe it or not, I don't that, want to offend that, that people. Doesn't sound, uh, that doesn't sound like us because I'm, I feel like we've offended people most of our podcasts. So why don't you just go ahead and well, rip that... Uh, Rip the plaster rip, off. And rip just, that bandage yeah, off yeah, yeah, and yeah. just hurt people. Well, that sounds like a good idea, hurting people. No. See, the thing is, right, you could pay drivers £30 an hour. They would still find something to whinge about. <laughs> You're right. right. Yeah, yeah. And if, I'm going to target. The one thing that I will say about, about us drivers is we do like to whinge about stuff. Yeah. No matter like what farmers, it is, we will right? always find something to complain yeah, oh, yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like farmers. They're not happy if it's sunny and they're not happy if it's pissing down with rain. <laughs> they're not happy if it's in the middle, right? That's 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 farmers and we all know that. HGV drivers we're not happy if we're getting paid 40 pound an hour. We're not happy if we're being paid 8 pound an hour. We're not happy if it takes 20 minutes to tip this delivery. We're not happy if it takes 3 hours to tip the delivery. They will always find something to whinge about. But you know, I am a driver, and I will agree. I'm quite happy at whinging about stuff. You know, it's it's, we, it's kind of like a it's like a pastime, a hobby, isn't it? Really, it is. It's I it's, think it's, it's because it's the sort of thing that you do put on an application in the hobbies thing, complaining, moaning about stuff. Isn't that just being British? <laughs> we, so, yeah. You know, you put down on your CV for being British. Hobbies, good at queuing. <laughs> bloody good at complaining about everything (laughs) and if there's nothing to complain about we will complain that there's nothing to complain about yeah i have done that before that's a good point yeah but see so this brings me back to the point of you can up the wages they will find something else to complain about you know you could up the speed restrictions on the trucks they'll find something else to complain about up the conditions they'll find someone else to complain about unless I, I, I feel like we need to kind of 
does are, are you just complaining about drivers complaining, or is there an actual point to this? Nope, I'm complaining about drivers complaining oh because my it's my God-given right as a driver to be able to complain. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Right, go on then, complain, complain. See, I don't like the fact that tipper drivers get to finish a lot earlier than me during the week. Right. Yeah? Whose fault so that? I'm gonna com- That's yours. Your fault. I don't, I don't think so. When I sat... Uh... When I sat at home on Thursday evening, I, I, I didn't really feel like that was my problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, no, I'm not happy at all. Um, yeah, I see. The thing is, you've, you've, I, I, I find you've got to take all the kind of the good parts of the job, and you've got to, you, you do have to kind of look on the positives. I mean, I think with any job within within hgv driving there are compromises and you yes. just have to be okay with them compromises yeah um and it, it could be the wages it could be um the, the fact that work exactly that the, the you just have to be happy with the with the compromises but re- reality is no matter what it is you're doing there will be compromises that you have oh, it, it's the same with every job yeah. isn't it you know whether it be the hgv industry whether it be farming whether it be retail hospitality there is going to be good points and bad points in the industries and i think the problem with the problem with the hgv industry is the fact that nobody seems to shout and scream from the rooftops about the good points of the industry all you ever hear and yeah. all you ever yeah. see yeah. is the 100%. negative. Yeah, you know, you never hear a driver going, "Oh, you know, I, I get to see the country. I've, I've got to visit some absolutely fantastic places." Like me, this week just gone. I was in Cornwall. I got to see some amazing sights down in Cornwall, and then I was up in Scotland, and I got to see amazing sights in Scotland. I got to spend so many hours on the road with my own company being able to listen to the radio or my music or my podcasts of my choice yeah and you know and and, stop. and yeah it's not i don't think it's just that but it's also like just little it's i i find it when i get home and the temperature's not quite right yeah. and you get so spoiled with In the truck of with just the truck turning of like, that dial I've, Oh, I'm 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 a bit hot. I I might turn it down point one of a degree or something. Like yep. <laughs> but you never hear drivers shouting and screaming about that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will I will say that. Uh, so wage wise, I'm I'm overpaid and underworked. <laughs> no, see, I'm I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with my wages. Yeah, so yeah. I'd be happier if they were yep. higher, but I'm content with them. Mm-hmm. The things that I, I I would just like a few extra amenities in my truck. I'd like a night cooler. I'd like a microwave built into it. I'd like a fridge that isn't a portable fridge that freezes up throughout the week and I have to chip ice off it. That'd be very nice. But for me, that... At least you could have ice cream. 
yeah, if you're fucking close enough to the top, you can. Yeah, yeah. But I, that that's they're my only kind of they're my only thing. Yeah, yeah. Just like little little niggly. Yeah, they're they're my only things that I'd, yeah. I'd quite like to have. Yeah. The, it, there just seems to be far too many drivers at the moment, as far as I'm concerned, that are shouting and screaming about all the bad points to do with HGV driving and the industry. That this is them, all of them people going on TikTok, Facebook, everything like that, and putting those posts up saying, what is wrong with the industry, stuff like that. I understand, yes, we need to show people the yeah. problems with the industry, but at the same time, this isn't going to help anyone wanting to come into the industry. So like, if I was right now, let's say I was trying to put myself through my HGV test, and I've seen all these videos of the yeah. state of service is, stations, is it worth it? the is driver's it worth it? hours. Yeah. yeah. And all I'm seeing is complaining, bitching and whinging. I'd go, you know what? Nah, sod this. I'm not spending me three grand on that. And I'd go it's, elsewhere. It, I think it kind of, it does validate um, the importance of the truck vloggers. And I'm not, not just saying, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying myself, um, obviously like Luke, like, I mean, yep. you've got to think, I mean, obviously I, I know we've, we've said we've been mean to Luke a few times, but <laughs> if you think about it, how many people, Luke, Scott, Jenko, people like that have actually brought into the industry. Yeah. I, again, I, I think it's something that, Going back to that Euro Truck Simulator, I think this is a commodity that is being undervalued. Yeah, and it's something that needs to be very much encouraged. I mean, it's it's one of the reasons why my bosses are, uh, are kind of keen on it because it, it is doing good. It's it's putting out good positive stuff about the industry, and yeah, I, you know, I, I like to show the the bad sides of it as well, but you know, yeah, the, yeah. the bad sides. So you're being fair. Yeah, but I think, yeah, there does need to be a lot more positivity about it, and it does. It starts with the drivers. Yeah, yeah. So if you're listening to this and you've got a TikTok account, a YouTube short account, stuff like that, just post one video, one video. That's all I'm asking of one thing that you really like about being a HGV driver, and. I bet if people start doing that, we will start to get good vibes about the industry rather than making us look like third-class citizens that are tramps. And I, I agree there are HGV drivers that are tramps. Like, But <laughs> post one good thing, please. Yeah. Just one. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Let's have a week of positive vibes. Now, I'm not expecting to see it this week because obviously this won't be live. But once you've heard this, I want to see positive vibes for yes, a week. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So on that note, I want to say thank you very much for listening. If you haven't listened, how have you managed to get this far? And I won't see you in the next one because I'll have been eaten alive by a peacock. And I will be executed at the Tower of London for tasting a delicious swan. Well, I say delicious. I don't know if they're delicious yet. We'll see. Bye. Bye-bye.